Turn off the cruise control. It's time to press forward. Hello, 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 our Divine Healing Journey family. Welcome back to our podcast. Tina Hightower Garrett, Wanda Mitchell Parenti, two best-selling authors, two sisters on a journey. How are y'all doing today? We hope that you are ready to ride as this journey will take us right into our new series, Life Interrupted. I don't know about you all, and I'm actually kind of sure that it's not just Tina and I who have had their lives interrupted at some point in time. So if this is you, hop on in, strap on your seatbelt really tight, and let's take this ride. And of course, as always, the Holy Spirit will be our guide. All right, let's get this journey started. Our devotional for this episode is Use It or Lose It. The parable of the talents in Matthew 25, 14 through 30 teaches that God always gives us everything we need to do for what he has called us to do. This was the case of the man with the talents. The last man with the least amount of talent hid what God had given him. The Bible states that God was angry. He took from the man with one talent and gave it to the man with the most. Why? Because the man with the most trusted God and invested what was given to him. Are we investing what God has given us? Our time, our gifts, our testimonies. How can we grow if we're not using what he has given us? Are we waiting for the right time and missing out on what's in front of us? The Lord doesn't plant desires in our hearts without a purpose. God is intentional. Therefore, we must be intentional. God has given each one of us a specific talent that must be used or we will lose it. If we don't, he will give it to someone else. Have you ever had an idea about inventing something and someone beat you to it? Is there something that has been tugging at your heart, but you keep putting it off? Doing so can cause us to miss that Kairos moment that can expire if we don't act upon it. Kairos is an ancient Greek word meaning the right, critical, or opportune moment. What happens to fruit when it's not picked at the appropriate time? It rots. We must plant another seed, wait, and start over. It's the same as missing that Kairos moment. Oftentimes, we are convinced that it's not the right time, either through fear or doubt. However, if God places a desire in our hearts, it's vital that we act on it and not wait for a time when we feel comfortable. In my life, the unbelievable blessings appeared when I felt uncomfortable because I fully relied on God. The children of Israel waited, and when they were ready to cross over, Moses indicated that it was too late. The Lord had retracted the commandment to go up and possess the land. And therefore, if they went up then, they would go without his power. 
we can't do anything without God's power. They eventually crossed over and defeated the Canaanites because they didn't seize the opportunity. Has this ever happened to you? When we do something without God's power, it's because we didn't move when he said to move. The children of Israel did defeat the Canaanites, but they had to wait. So it was a delayed victory. Use what God has given you. Don't miss your Kairos moment. Wow, I really like that. Don't miss your Kairos moment. That opportune, that critical moment. Thank you for sharing that, Tina. Yes. That's, a, that's yes. a really great devotional for us to just meditate and reflect on. Thank you. Certainly. And that Kairos moment, I mean, you know, we, we oftentimes think that we can delay, we can wait, but it goes back to when God says move, we need to move because we're, we're driven by his power just like the children of Israel. I mean, he's a good God. He's still going to be gracious. He's still going to pull us through, but we must go with his power when his power is there. Absolutely. You know, so speaking of Kairos moment, Wanda, gosh, I'm certain there's many times in many situations where you could have moved and didn't move, or you were hesitant about making a decision or something just stopped you from moving forward. Can you think of a time that it's like, you know, I could have, should have, but I didn't? Many times. <laughs> <laughs> we can all I relate mean, to that. One of my daily prayers is, well, one thing I do is I thank God for the many opportunities that he places in my life for many for the many opportunities for many different things. Um, but the one that I'm really thinking about in that time when I'm praying is thanking him for the opportunities to share my faith, to um, speak life, to empower, to uh, spread the good news of the gospel. So I thank him for those times. And I also ask him to bless me and create more opportunities like those, because I know that we are all here for that very purpose. Absolutely. You know, we're Absolutely. here to spread the good news of the gospel. We are, we are messengers, right? That's and right. so like you said, the title is use it or lose it. <laughs> right. So I want to use these opportunities that God has given me um, because I don't want to lose it. I don't mm -hmm. want to lose these opportunities because we know what happens uh to the tree that doesn't produce fruit. And I see myself as that tree. <laughs> and yeah. I want to be able to produce fruit. I don't want to go before him. And on that day, he says, well, you know, Wanda, I gave you many opportunities. There were many critical moments, you know, 
I place them right at your feet. So, so I would say for me, since this is my prayer every day, Father, continue to bless me with opportunity, with critical moments so that I can sow good seed, so that I will take my talents and do what he would have me to do with them, to expand them. I will take the time that he has given me, right? And, right. and, and make good use of it. So no, that's powerful. That's I, I powerful. That helps. It helps a lot because what you're saying, it hits back on. I love that because we think, even though the devotional is speaking about the man with the talents and truly we don't, it, it's not just money. Sometimes people think it's my money. Uh, God is looking for an investment that we have. He's, he's invested in us. Mm -hmm. And it could be once again, our testimony, what is our gift and we've mentioned this so many times, we have to line up with him. If not, we will find ourselves in the wilderness. We'll wander. We'll wander because we're not on track with him. Absolutely. It is our time. Mm -hmm. It is our talents, the mm -hmm. gifts that he has given us. And it's also our finances as well. Absolutely. And exactly. So uh, he will want us to give an account and he gives to us based on our capacities. So what he gives, that's why one man got one, another man got five. Right. He gives to us based on our capacities and he'll never give us more than he knows that we can handle. <laughs> We've Absolutely. heard that, that used many different ways, but this is what it means. He will never give us more than we can handle. So... We need to make sure that we're being good stewards and seizing every moment, every, uh, as you put it, critical opportunity. Absolutely. And not hide it because you noticed, because when I read that scripture, uh, at first I was like, why would you give it to someone who, I mean, he, he's rich. He basically had a lot already, but he took it from the person that had the least amount and gave it to the man that had the most. That was very interesting to me because the person was like you said, it goes back to what you said, Wanda. He was a good steward. He was a good steward. That's that's huge right there. He took what God had, had given him. He invested it. And God looked at it and said, you know what? You're a good steward. I'm going to give you more. But I feel for the person, and this could be someone out there now that's listening, say, well, I only have a little I, I, I just have a small amount. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to hide it. But God will give us more. He owns everything. He just wants to see how we're going to invest our time, how we're going to invest our finances, and then we get more. And I know I'm saying this again. That's why we kind of keep going around. And then we can find ourselves wandering around because we're not lined up with God and what he has for us. Absolutely. That's right. And if he can trust you with a little, then he knows that he can trust you with more. Good point. Absolutely. Excellent point. And that would pretty much define uh, the person who had the one talent. He didn't trust him. <laughs> he right. didn't trust him because he hid it. But let's keep it real. We do that. 
Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. We, we say, we you know, do. we do. Isn't, isn't it normal to do that? Yeah. You know, if I have a small amount, I'm going to keep it, right? It's just normal. We just hold instinct. on to it. I'm really, going to hold really on to that. High. But because we fail sometimes to realize that nothing, you know, I'll, I'll dial it back a little bit. You know, I, I see people who have this hunger and this thirst for control. They want to have control over everything, everyone, every situation, control, control, control. Control is only an illusion. We are not in control of anything, right? Absolutely. That is so true. It is through him that I live, move, breathe, and have my very being. I'm really not controlling anything. Nope. We are stewards of everything that we think that we ha- we own, we have. It's not ours. It's not everything ours. comes from him. So if everything comes from him and belongs to him and we are just stewards. <laughs> That's right. If he gave us a little, then he also has the ability to give us more. Absolutely. Absolutely. But because we're gonna, stewards. We're stewards, exactly. like you said. Exactly. And he's going to give us according to our capacity. And we are the ones who have the ability to, to show him that we can expand our capacity. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's right. If we trust him with the little that, with the one talent, that he gives us. That's right. That's right. And I love, don't we keep going back to the trust because it, it all goes back to trust because we have to trust him and know that he has our best interest at heart and that he, that he has our backs <laughs> at the end of the day. He's just kind of looking and just watching how am I going to handle what he's giving me? What, how am I going to handle what he's giving me? Because to some people, if they get too much at the wrong time, it could be wasteful, like exactly. that fruit that, that just rots, you know, and, and there's one of the verses that I love, too much is given, much is required. When he's given us something, it's not for us, it's for us to share. It's for us to share our finances, it's for us to share our gifts, our testimonies. That's huge, because a person could be saying right now, I don't have anything to give. Yes, you do. We all have something to give. Yes, you do have something to give. And there's something tugging in the heart, but we are afraid to step out. We're afraid to step out. Yes, yes. So Juan, is it about that time? You know, Tina, I think it is about that time for us to hear a word from our sponsor. Today's sponsorship comes to us from the Author University. Have you been thinking that it's finally time to become an author? Or have you been frustrated with writing and you need some direction? Do you often become lost putting your thoughts on paper or narrowing down what you should write about in your book? Well, breathe. Your prayers have finally been answered. Book writing coach and four-time Amazon best-selling author Dr. Sherry Walton has helped busy professionals just like you write and publish their books in 90 days, even with no prior writing experience. She coaches influencers, pastors, leaders, and everyday people 
whose life purpose is to bring impact, and she is ready to help you too. The Authors University was established to help you go from the best kept secret to becoming a global best-selling author in 90 days. Are you finally ready to write your book? There is a global platform waiting for you. Get started today and say yes to your purpose. Visit www.theauthorsuniversity.com today. So I had a question. In the devotional, it talks about the Lord had, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. Okay. The Lord had retracted the commandment to go up and possess the land. Mm -hmm. And therefore, if they went up, they would go without his power. Uh, and you said in your devotional, we can't do anything without God's power. So I'm shifting the gears just a little bit. Okay. Can you talk to us a little bit about not being able to do anything without God's power? Well, that's good. That's good. That's a good one, Wanda. That's totally good. I love it. Well, uh, I can think of, first of all, I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm going to use myself as a true example here. We know, once again, we can't do anything without his power. I've tried to do many things, and it was on my own, and it failed. And I had ideas of what I should and shouldn't do. And I'll use an example of a previous church when in the ministry, I loved being on special events. And that was great, you know, the pretty flowers, the wedding coordinator. And when I when we left to um, join a church in our community, it shifted. God shifted me. He said, no, that's not what you're going to do. And I'm like, but I'm used to pretty flowers and weddings. He says, no, you're going to join the prayer team. Uh -huh. And that's when I had to really rely on his power, honestly speaking. And I was hesitant. I was hesitant, Wanda. Even when we went through, you know, we have growth trap and went in and um, the tables were set. Which ministry would you like to join? I went to special events, even though he told me I was supposed to go to the prayer to join the prayer team. I was still going within my own ability, but thank God for the Holy Spirit. He moved me back to the table <laughs> that was for prayer. And from there, I was able to, within his power, pray for others. I wasn't accustomed to being on a team. I was accustomed to always praying for people, right? My family, friends, but that was kind of something that I wasn't familiar with. But by going within his power, uh, with the power within him, putting his power within me, mm -hmm. I was able to move forward and to be on that prayer team with boldness and courageousness. Now, don't get me wrong. I have to stay prayed up every time I pray for someone because I can't do it without his power. Mm -hmm. So doing it on your own is never going to work. 
we're going to automatically go back to what's comfortable for us. That's why I mentioned earlier, when we're uncomfortable, that's when God steps in. That's when his power ignites within us. Mm -hmm. When we're uncomfortable, I was very uncomfortable, but it was his power that propelled me. It was his, and I was afraid that if I didn't do it, that, you know, I would have to answer to him because there's been times in my life where I didn't and I knew the consequences of it. And so I had to answer to God. And I hope I answered that, uh, you know, in the correct way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, okay. we're not correct, because there's no such thing as a correct or incorrect way. You know what I mean? If that was just what you were, were, were kind of um, directing the question towards. Yeah, I was I was thinking about the children of Israel and, mm -hmm. you know, as you spoke about in the devotional and and how they waited when they were ready to cross over. And Moses indicated that it was too late. Mm -hmm. The Lord had retracted the commandment to go mm -hmm. up and to possess the land. Um, and if they went up, they would go without his power. Mm -hmm. Can't do anything without his power. Exactly. And they roamed around for how long? Well. 40 years? Well. <laughs> and, I mean, eventually... Uh, the original children or the, the forefathers couldn't go, right. but the children were able to cross over right. because they waited. Like you said, they waited too long. Yeah. They waited see, my fear was we're not waiting. I was like, I can't wait. So that was, I was like, okay, I have to go right now while the power is here. I felt the power of the Holy spirit. So it's like, I have to do this. I can't go back to what I was doing. I have to move forward because I knew that it was that Kairos moment and I didn't identify it as a Kairos moment. Absolutely. I didn't know. Absolutely. I didn't, I didn't, but that's what it was. Absolutely. And, and so that's kind of what I wanted to get to, because you're absolutely right there, Tina. For years, uh, folks had been saying, Wanda, you should write a book. You need to write a book, mm -hmm. you know, and family, friends, People I just met, oh my goodness, when they hear me speak about an event or a story or an experience, you've got to write a book. And I, I, I didn't write the book then. I wasn't writing the book then. <laughs> you know, uh, life was happening. Um, I would say life was happening and I really just didn't have the time to, to write the book. But if I'm honest, I would say also during those time at the, those particular times, I hadn't heard from the Lord that Cairo's critical moment, that critical opportunity, it, it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. However, when the Lord came to me, when the Lord came to me oh, that's big. and spoke to me and said, not you need to write a book. Wanda, you are going to write the book. You're going to write it now. Cairo's critical moment. And mm -hmm. it was in that moment I said, whoa, <laughs> I, I, I got afraid, but not the kind of afraid that we get on, you know. I'm, oh, I know exactly that know, afraid you're that talking about. Very yeah. fearful but reverence, you know what I mean? I do. And, and I, this, the, excuse me, that's the opportunity. That's the critical moment that 
I pray for. I pray and ask the Lord for those opportunities, those critical moments, because, you know, I, we will be defeated without him. That's right. And without his power. But when he speaks to you, he is giving you in that moment, that opportunity, his power. And you, I wrote the book, right? You will be on the prayer team because you, sure you had you you seize those critical moments that kairos moment and you have the power of the holy spirit and you will be victorious in whatever it is writing the book absolutely being on the prayer team whatever it is that he's calling you to in that critical moment that's why you can't wait that's it that's it right there that's you it can, you, you cannot wait when god says go up you need you go up. to go up or like the tree that does not produce fruit, he will shut it down. That's right. Because he he's going to get the glory one way or the other. Right. And back to um, if we don't use it, we'll lose it, but he'll never lose it. He'll Hallelujah. just find another person, someone else Come to accomplish what he <laughs> intends to be accomplished because he is God. It's going to get done no matter what. But the key is, is are we going to be a part of that beautiful moment? Are we going to be a part of that beautiful plan and, and, exactly. and come alongside him? And like, you, it goes back to what you just said. There's a being afraid and there's fear. We're, we're supposed to fear God in a good way because he has only the best for us. And it's an honor for him to use us in areas that we don't feel that we're capable of even mm -hmm. handling, mm -hmm. but he knows it. So mm -hmm. it goes back to, even when we're feeling uncomfortable, we have to move forward because we will lose it if we do not use it. Absolutely. And I will say this series is wandering in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. I just want to share with you all we will have some wilderness moments, some wilderness experience. But let me tell you, right? Mm -hmm. He's in the wilderness. So be inclined to hear that still small voice. Be inclined that when he says, go up, to go up. Be inclined to says when he's, be inclined to know that when he says, retreat, retreat. When he says, wait, wait. Yes. Know that he's there. His power is there. So though you may be in the wilderness, though he may give you one talent, know that his power is, is in that one talent. That's right. And you will be <laughs> victorious with, with, the, with the one. You will one. be victorious in the wilderness. That is so powerful because when you said the wilderness, what comes to mind is some people call it the valley, mm -hmm. the desert. It can be named so many different things, but it's that place where we're alone. Sometimes we have to go to the wilderness in order to hear from God because we're so busy. We're running around. We can't even hear his voice because 
There's so many distractions around us. So we look at the wilderness as a horrible place, but the wilderness is where so many people, oh my goodness, that's where they met God in the wilderness. Come on, come <laughs> they on. They met him there. They met him there in the we wilderness. We usually do. We I know usually I have. do. Yeah. I know I have. Some of my most intimate moments with God was in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh gosh, it was the best time. And okay, don't think that I'm silly here. In some cases, I called it the valley, the wilderness. It got so good and I got so comfortable of him just communing with me. I didn't want to leave. I'm like, <laughs> let me just camp out here for a minute. <laughs> I'd like to think that maybe that's why they were there for 40 years. Thank you. Right? <laughs> Exactly. Because you get comfortable. I mean, come on. Hearing his still voice, peace that surrounds you. Just make sure that when he says go, you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he didn't intend for us to stay there forever. (laughs) He didn't. He didn't. You know, like you said, when he says go, go. When he says wait, wait. But it goes back to Wanda, and you mentioned it before. That's why it's so important that we trust him and that we have a relationship with God. Because if you don't have a relationship with him, you won't know when to move. You won't know when to stop, when to go. Just like a parent or a guardian or someone that's close to us who is caring for us. We could be in a crowd of people, but we know the sound of that voice and that's what that wilderness or that valley is about sometimes we need to know that sound and recognize the sound because we won't stay there forever like wanda said when he says go go when he says wait wait you know we don't want to stay and camp out like i did a few times and stay a little too long too it's that when it's time to go you go but he loves us and if that's someone right now who's in the wilderness the desert the valley Know that God loves you. He said, once again, he'll never leave or forsake you. It's all about him drawing closer to you. And I will just say before we pray, if you feel like you don't have enough talents, please, he has caused you to be steward over the one. Trust him. Because remember, we're stewards. Everything belongs to him. Trust him with the one. And he, because he has the power to give you many, many more. But take that one and watch what God is going to do with it. When you are that good steward over the one. Lord, let us recognize the talents and gifts that you have planted inside of each and every one of us. We don't want to overlook these gifts. Give us the courage and motivation to pursue what you've planted inside of us. Lord, surround us with people who will water these gifts. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you all for joining us today on this journey. We'll see you next time. Until we meet again. Destination Destiny. Destiny.
Thank you.